You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. Coming to you live from serialized storytelling saved for the end of the season. Sure, things could have been different for the story train, but what we got is fantastic. And holy shit, it's our 100th episode, motherfuckers. It's Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. 100 years, 100 episodes. 100 years, 100 100 episodes. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Interdimensional RSS. I'm Travis. And I'm and I'm Brandon. Oops, I, I took I took a drink out of the beer. <laughs> took, a, took a drink or... at your first line. Uh, you, you you crushed it with that Thanks. that intro. It was it was spirited. It was spirited, my friend. Uh, yeah, we got a finale to talk about. We got a lot of things going on. Um, there is there's so much to discuss. We we want to we want to hop right into it. But as we do with all of our episodes, we gotta we gotta get that housekeeping out of the way. So. Let's uh, let's inform you very quickly on how you can you can contact the show. Uh, we we are ending yet another season, so you're you're between seasons. You're trying to figure Betwixt. out, hey, what are those what are those Rick and Morty podcast guys up to? Here is how you can find out. Head over to Twitter.com/slash Rick and Morty Pod. You can follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Rick and Morty Podcast, or send us an email, Rick and Morty Podcast at gmail.com. All fantastic ways to let us know what you're thinking uh, and what you're thinking about the show. You can also follow along with our escapades on the web, uh, rickandmortypodcast.reddit.com or rickandmorty.reddit.com for those post-show and, and during-show discussions that Brandon loves to to post out there and pin those pin those posts <laughs> pin those a lot posts. of that's a lot of plosive peas right there uh and of course you can you can get all, everything that this podcast has to offer over at rickandmortypod.com we are currently streaming live right now right, right now right now over at youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm or over at twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm and of course you can get shirts you can get that merch, including the old school logo and the Unity shirt is back. If you are a member of Unity and you want to represent, uh, head over to tpublic.com slash store slash interdimensional RSS or just go to apatheticenthusiasm.com slash shop. And you can go to our curated collection of Rick and Morty shirts, including interdimensional RSS shirts. Head, uh, head, one, head on oh, over to, but before uh, Turner takes us back down. Yeah, before we before we get those <laughs> taken down again. Uh, yeah, curry, run, run, don't walk to get those, to get that merch. Uh, finally, a huge thank you to everyone at patreon.com slash Rick and Morty pod for your continued support of the podcast and everything that you guys do to help us out. It's, it is a show of shows. It Brandon, are you, are you ready? Let me, let me, I, I don't me, know if you're ready. Are you ready? Mm, am I? Am I ready? I don't know if I'm ready, but I'll try to be. We're, we're gonna try, uh, and, and we're gonna try with some semi-pertinent news. Wake up in the morning and you're drinking some coffee. Then you walk down the street. Then you slap your knee. You see a car drive by. You say, "Hey to you." It's semi-pertinent news for you. Yes, indeed, you do. Ha. Seba doo doo, scooby doo 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 doo, slap slap and doop and doo. Uh, Brandon, we've we've only mentioned it like eight times already. Yeah, but uh, anything 
anything out of the ordinary going on with this episode well you know, let's let's get this let's get this minor bit of housekeeping out of the way uh you you did your housekeeping i'll do my housekeeping which is promoting our 100th episode this is this is it uh this is it, this is it. we're done no well, more podcasts after this whole, <laughs> nah, i'm just kidding i'm kidding I'm holy kidding. i mean holy shit i mean holy shit you know 100 episodes they th- in, in the podcasting world especially among indie podcasters a lot of people say there's there's milestones and we talked about this before here on in lap deck enthusiasm we say hey five episodes you're you're doing all right if you get the 20 then then you're gonna last uh, a lot longer but if you make it to hundy then you're done you should might as well quit Actually, the hundy and your dundee get out get out while you're on <laughs> top crocodile no, that is dundee. that is definitely but we're gonna freak people out brandon we're definitely not quitting we're not stopping uh in fact even though the show is over i mean the show's not over the season's over we're gonna be back next week we're, we're we we have to do yeah a season recap we got we got lots more things to, to talk about so interdimensional rss is not going anywhere we've got at least 60 more least. episodes to cover at, at least at least uh but you know uh, so ne- next next week uh that was what that episode is going to be about that episode is going to be our season four recap uh which which will cover all all 10 of all 10 of the amazing episodes including the one we're going to talk about later uh but we're also going to do a little bit of a a uh you know what are the, like a clip show it won't be a clip show because i'm not, not going to put that much work in the in the things but but we're gonna we're gonna remember talk- the time we went to hawaii brandon <laughs> and then it all go <laughs> yeah, yeah interdimensional rss oh my god that's the name of the show um what we're gonna do is is what we uh you know we've been on the air for 100 episodes uh more than that if we include an unpaid bonus episode for inside <laughs> jaws from wondery who continues to ghost hey, us we, by we, email we, we, we promise we'd never bring their name up again uh they're they continue to ghost us i keep sending emails i want that 30 dollars that they owe us <laughs> only 30 dollars but but damn you gotta it be it, professional now brandon we're professional podcasters <laughs> you gotta you gotta be a you gotta be a good steward that's right that's right uh but it, 100 which means we've done well over uh ha- we've done 50 more episodes at least uh than rick and morty's actually been on the air we've done interviews we've done character studies we've ran about how shitty mcdonald's is it's been fun uh so so next week we'll celebrate a little bit of that and we want to uh take you with us on that journey um so very so uh our plan is to give out some minor tokens of appreciation to you unity for listening uh all you need to do Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, Twitter at Rick and Morty pod, Instagram, Rick and Morty podcast. Uh, we'll put some poll questions out there. All you need to do is retweet or respond to those uh, with, with your answers to the poll questions and, and uh, you know, send a retweet with hashtags or Rick and Morty podcast in 100 years, 100 episodes. Ooh, custom, <laughs> custom hashtags. So cool. So 20. 20- 2006 uh um all right yeah yeah enough about us enough about us let's talk about other things that are happening in the semi-pertinent worlds uh to include something we haven't talked about in several weeks because we've had actual episodes to discuss but that is comics what is up brandon in the comic world oh over in the comic world and this is i mean how apropos is this travis Complete uh, coincidence. Absolute coincidence. I'm <laughs> sure of it. I'm sure of it. Oni Press has announced that they are coming out with Rick and Morty Presents Bird Person 
this July. Uh, it's written by Alex Firer and uh, uh, drawn by Fred Stressing. Alex Firer, who uh, reached out to, and, and if all goes well, we might we might get uh, him and the other folks uh, on an episode to, to talk to us about it. Um, which, by the way, Alex knows one of my friends from high school. So, hey, who knew? Weird. Small world. Small, Small world. world after all. Uh, but uh, it's it's all about bird person's rite of passage, him growing from a bird teen to a bird adult, and uh, a friend to Rick Sanchez. So that that's coming out. Excited about that. Don't need to talk anymore Good. about that. Got to love that expanded backstory that exists only in comic history. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, good. Like it's, good. it's It's like Star Wars. It's like Star Wars. It's like... It's like it's like a Star Wars. Exactly, Brandon. <laughs> uh, finally, in in music news, if if you've already watched the finale, which I sure hope you have, if you're listening to this podcast, because we're going to we're going to chew it up and spit it out. Uh, you have already heard the song Don't Look Back featuring Katomi and friend of the podcast, Ryan Elder. Uh, but that that song is available right now over on Spotify. You don't got to wait a week. You don't got to wait a day. Uh, you can download it, don't download it, listen to it, stream it, whatever you do. It's it's out there on Spotify. You can probably find it on some other streaming platforms, possibly, if, if you're into that sort of thing. Uh, but I've listened to it several times. Uh, I, I told Brandon this song is a bop. And he told me <laughs> to get that Gen Z nonsense out of here. No, that's how, that's said, how that went. I, I said, okay, boomer. And then, <laughs> and then we fought for an, a half hour. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you, you said it's a bop. And I said, the fuck is that? <laughs> and I said, that's what them Gen Z kids are calling a cool song. And I said, okay, you're almost 40. Grow up already. <laughs> okay. Yeah, boomer. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm old. And then I listened to an Oasis song right after that. And I was like, that's right. That's how old I am. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, don't look back. That's the song. It's, it's great. It's, it's a terrific song. I, it is. I, I absolutely love it. So it's, 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 it's the anthem of the summer. I think Brandon, I think that's <laughs> don't, don't look back. Uh, man, I love how no, Noel and Liam Gallagher came back to, to make that song for Rick and Morty. Uh, but you know who else does things? <laughs> Who does things, Brandon? Uh, a little guy in a little minute. Put them together. You got the Dan Harmon social media minute. Dan Harmon on the social internet. Dan Harmon. He's making Instagram posts. Uh, so this is uh, the Dan Harmon social media minute. Uh, Dan is staying home. You know, yeah. uh, COVID is still out there. It's still lurking. Uh, and he apparently is spending plenty of time at home in the workshop. Uh, for those of you that have not been following along, Dan has pretty much created an entire woodworking like oasis in his garage. And uh, now you get to potentially share in on some of the fun with his latest post. Uh, the caption is just successful test. Uh, but this is his workshop upgrade. That now has a video feed, and as as you look at the post, uh, you'll get to see a time lapse of Dan working. Uh, you can watch him clean his clean up after himself. Uh, there's weird angles. There's there's sawdust, all sorts of things. Uh, no audio yet, but he he definitely has multiple camera angles set up for your for your viewing pleasure. So, uh, yeah, if you want to see what Dan Harmon is up to, check out his Instagram and potentially 
eventually. I don't know. Maybe you think he'll get in on this Twitch game, Brandon? You think uh, he'll, I, he'll I, start? I think that's next. I think that's next. I think that's next on. Uh, the, the, then we're going to have to switch this to the Dan Harmon Twitch workshop. The Twitch minute. minute. We'll, we'll raid his streams. That's what we'll <laughs> live. do. That, we'll we'll be, raid his streams live. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then you guys have to go use our custom emotes on his stream because we got all of the, the cool, cool subscribers here on Twitch. Uh, a, a little editor's note, there's definitely a comment from The Sixler, also uh, known as Spencer Crittenden, who uh, asks if it was intentional whether or not his two-part workbench looks like a crafting table from <laughs> Minecraft. Uh, it was definitely intentional that he made. He even called it a crafting table when he made, when he built it. Um, but yeah, that's your that's your social media minute. Uh, that's Dan Harmon over on Instagram. You know, co-creator and voice actor on Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, voice actor. Uh, got he's such range. Uh, but you know, that's that's great. Thank you, thank you for for bringing up that uh, Dan Harmon social media minute, Travis. I know I know our our hardcore podcast uh, listeners. They, they clamor for that every, every I know. single they, week. They're, they're waiting constantly for it at all times. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. You know, but, you know, Travis, uh, we're, doing, we're doing something a little bit different for, for, for our, our podcast listeners. Uh, let's, let's see what else is on. All right. Hold on. Let me, let me change the channel. I hope it's an ad break. Hey, Travis, have you ever wondered... What it would be like to have Rick's portal gun? Uh, I ha I have one actually. It's 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 right here. <laughs> exactly. I wondered too. You know, I want to go to a place where chairs sit on humans, where one in ten people are unaware cyborgs, or where werewolves exist. Dude, I know exactly where you can flesh out those fantasies. Uh, sure. Is it a portal gun? <laughs> nah, bruh. It's a game called Forks in the Timeline, where you have the chance to open some of the many doors of the multiverse. The game has 100 cards presenting alternate realities and 100 random questions for thousands of different combinations. Pair them together, challenge your friends, and come up with the best possible answer. Whether you're a scientist history buff or native Klingon speaker, there is a timeline for you. Oh, so that means there's a timeline where we're the official Rick and Morty podcast. And if that's the case, what does a pound of brie cheese cost? I've always wondered that. I've always wanted an answer to it. I, I don't know. Um, offhand, I'd say like 20 bucks. Sounds good. And you know what? At that price, with all that spare cheese, people can go to www.forksinthetimeline.com slash store, order the game using the promo code Rick and Morty, and enjoy exploring their own timelines. Brandon, I just looked it up, and brie cheese does cost twenty bucks. Does does that mean we are the official Rick and Morty podcast? You know, you, you know, you know, we don't we don't need to talk about that right now. Let's get back to the show. Oh my goodness, I don't know if I want to watch that every week. All right, Brandon. Without any further ado, it is time for the main thing. When you make a steak on the grill, you've got to get the sear marks, yeah. You've got to get the grill lines, sprinkle of salt, maybe some Worcestershire sauce. Then once you do that, then you add some asparagus. 
that's not the main thing. The steak is the main thing, and this is the main thing. <laughs> <laughs> that broke down. That broke down. I didn't know where it was going. Oh, uh, so, uh, that was... <laughs> That was beautiful, Brandon. That was beautiful. Uh, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the main thing, the part of the show where we Stupid. we talk about why you're here, and that is Rick and Morty, episode 10, season 4, Star Mort, Return of the Jerry. Uh, Brandon. Oh, man. That episode, though, Let's right? Let's talk about it for a second. It was good. Yeah, that was all right. All right, let's get into listener suggestions, short outs. Uh, no, just kidding, just kidding. Uh, yeah, so this episode, if you're if you're listening uh, sometime in the in the near or distant future, this episode aired on May thirty first, twenty twenty, written by Anne Lane, or is it yeah. Annie? Uh, Anne? She she goes Annie? she goes by both A- Annie okay. and 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 Anne. Anne. And Andy, uh, and directed by Erica Hayes, of course. The bronopsis for this episode: parenting is crazy, bruh. <laughs> Stuff straight disappearing in this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But what, but what was our synopsis for this one? Uh, I I last night on the on the on the subreddit, I I, I always put a synopsis because I, I never have the the official bronopsis uh, on hand. So I just I come up with a synopsis once the episode airs. Uh, and so I'm just going to use reddits from, from last night, which is, uh, I modified it slightly after our, our conversation. Um, I wrote, don't look back in anger, double vision. And then I added, what's the matter with parents today? Uh, there's a whole arc here. That's the, that, that's the, that's the synopsis. Now, now for, uh, observant listeners, those are three different songs by three different bands. Oasis, who we covered. Double Vision by Foreigner, and What's the Matter with Parents Today by No Effects, off the Pump Up the Volume Valium album. Anyways, let's not talk about that. Some deep cuts. Some some deep cuts in that one. Um, So, yeah. uh, What did you guys think? We we we. If if you guys have thoughts in the chat, go ahead and throw them out there. Uh, But we um we watched this live together last night. We did a very brief. A post-show chat about it but uh yeah let's talk about serialization let's talk about parenting let's talk uh parenting second week in a row that it was yeah. really a uh almost a consistent theme in this one uh not just the parenting of morty and summer but also rick's parenting style uh with beth what it, what was your biggest takeaway uh fr- from this episode yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought it was such a interesting to to have those themes so close together, but have them be slightly different, right? It, we, in it, it's all you almost need to have these these episodes right next to each other to to highlight those 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 differences. And we talked last week uh, about um, the ABCs of Beth briefly. Oh my gosh, my. My, my light changed. It's even more red in here. Uh, ABCs of Beth, very, very briefly, um, talked about him being a father in that one and being an awful a father and, and then him relating more for uh, more towards Beth in, in the previous episode. Uh, and now uh, we see that all of that is is essentially undone, right? It's in a, in a way, a lot of that is undone because um, his his past is, has caught up with him. Um, and I, I think that, I think it's interesting, uh, like my, my, my son, like 
you, you get, you get to these points in, in, as you're, when you're a parent and you're like, uh, the, the kid will ask me like, can I stay up two extra hours? And I'll be like, do I want to let him stay up two extra hours? What, what is, should I, or shouldn't I? Uh, and you, what, can, what are the stakes here? <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what's in it for him? What's in it for me? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, and, and that's really kind of what it boils down to in the, this episode. And, and I, in, in like the, the behind the scenes stuff with, with Harmon and Ann Lane, they, they talk about, you know, it's, it's just a really selfish, like he doesn't want to have to make a decision as, as a parent. He just, he wants it's selfish because he wants the best of, of, of both things. Uh, yeah. and, and the, and the question she asks him is, she asks him to um she asks him to make make a decision like what is what does he want for her and 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 i think that's where that's what makes him the bad parent i i, I guess but what, what, do, what do you think i've been talking do, about do you think that her asking that question which we did not see a season ago that that it was left up to him right um that that addition that 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 flashback if you will uh what 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 were you what were your thoughts on that? Like, did you think it was? Do you think if they had left that in a year ago, or well, I guess three years now, like however long ago we saw that episode for the first time, <laughs> yeah. um, do you think that we would have thought about the situation differently? Do you think because really the big question for the last few years is is Beth a clone? Did it happen at all? And I, I wonder if knowing that Beth left it up to Rick, if if that would have changed our assumptions about uh, yeah. whether or not it happened. Yeah. Yeah. I, I there's there's no way for me to, to know unless yeah. you had cloned me back then. And with Which I did. Let's bring him out. No. <laughs> Damn it. How do I feel about that? Does it matter? <laughs> Does it matter? Um <laughs> I, I wanna jump around in our in our show notes a little bit because because we're talking about Beth, we're talking about clones. And really this is this is uh as as Sire Dark Sire Dark in the chat uh mentioned fan service the episode. Uh, this is something the fans have been really interested in and, and trying to figure out for a long time. What is going on with the Beth clone situation? And right from the get-go in this episode, we see one version of Beth out living her best space life uh, as, as, as the, the lead of the Defiance. And, uh, and we know that there is a clone out there because then you you cut to... Uh, the other Beth, who is at home around the breakfast table with the family, as always, uh, and and planning the day. Uh, so what was like, were you stunned? Were you surprised? Were you like, yep, makes sense uh, with the the reveal that there is, in fact, a clone and, and one of them is out in space getting into all sorts of sci fi, you know, hijinks. Uh, I, oh, I don't know. I, I, one, I mean, the, the, the opening with her immediately in space, like, okay, all right. It, it reminded me of kind of, of, of some of the, the comics, the post-apocalyptic stuff in the, in the comics that they have. Uh, but then, but then as soon as I saw, you know, the, the family, you know, around the table, I'm like, oh, okay. All right. We're, we're, well, 
they also mentioned the clone stuff at the, at the intro, intro, intro too. Uh, so I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily surprised, but I was like, oh, okay, all right, they're bringing that back. They're they're really they're really they're taking stuff from previous episodes for this episode. Let's see where it goes from here, and uh, and and almost immediately with the Gromphalmites, and again we're jumping around. Then I was like, oh, oh, they're they're gonna tie it to that in some way, shape, or form. That's really interesting. Um, what what about you? Like, did what was your was stance on that? Um, I. It was good to see. I'm glad they revisited it because I I would hate for the show to do something at the end of season three where they're like they they bring up this question is Beth a clone and then and then never address it, which is sort of the way that the majority of the season felt. Where I mean, there were I think there were mentions about it. There were there were little like offhand remarks, but it wasn't it really wasn't called out as, as, as a big topic and for them to just come right out at the, at the end of this season and be like, all right, here's the clone. He did it. It happened. And, and here is sort of the fallout of, of that scenario. I thought it was good. It opens up a lot of questions for where the show can go moving forward. Um, And it's interesting that throughout this episode, we didn't get a clear answer about which one is in fact the clone versus which one is the original Beth. But I'm kind of not sure it matters. What, what do you think? Do you think it, it matters at all? Uh, I, uh, Homar, my, 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 my coworker, he, he asked me that earlier today and he, he said, yeah, but I just wish they would have said who, who's the clone. And I'm paraphrasing. He probably didn't say that at all. Uh, but I, I, I kind of, not scoffed, but like instantly said, stepped back and said, I don't, it doesn't matter to me. It really doesn't matter to me, which, which one is a clone. Uh, because although we're saying clone, right. Uh, they, there is a split, not necessarily timeline, but just the same way we have, uh, infinite dimensions in, in Rick and Morty, you have alternate versions of these characters all over the place. So it, Although we're talking about clones here, what what is a clone except just another version of you with all those same experiences? And so the moment that he makes a clone of Beth, uh, it's just that is just an alternate version of Beth. She has the right. same history, the same past, all of that stuff still exists. So she is the same person. And because she's the same person, when she makes that split, she all all she's doing is 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 he says he's a shitty parent, but he's like, he's, he's allowed her to have, uh, all the things she wants just in, in a different way. Um, and, uh, so yeah, to me, to me, it doesn't matter. What, what matters is that she has, is, has reconciled that with herself that it doesn't matter if I'm a clone because I am, I am, I'm Beth Smith and, uh, I'm either a badass space warrior or I'm a badass mother. Well, and, and, and really the reality is she's both right. Like that they both, they both come from that same stock, that same shared experience. Rick even calls it out when, when space Beth is saying like, what, why is she back with Jerry? And Rick's like, that's on you. Like you <laughs> yeah. made that choice. Right. I, I didn't do that. 
And, and so, yeah, it's, it is interesting to sort of have that sliding doors sort of scenario where you get to see what would happen in both cases. And then both of those cases get to exist at the same time. So now we, we get into a, a, the first look at how two Beths are better than one and, and, and both of them get to work together throughout this episode to fight and escape and, and help Rick and help the family out. And eventually at the end, really kind of co-parent uh, Morty and Summer. What do you think about this potential of the, the family dynamic next season being two Beths and a Jerry with the, uh, with the Smith kids? Oh well, yeah, I mean, what what do, what do you what do you think? I think I, I at the at one of the the I think it was the Tampa Bay Comic Con that that question came up about you know the the uh, the, the clones and 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 my answer was something along the lines of I think it's it's cooler to see what that dynamic is for them to meet up again and in. Uh, what that actually does, I don't know what the answer is, um, but I I do think that it allows the show to go and explore different things, and it won't get caught in the same rut. It's 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 built something within the the foundation of the the show that it can do different things moving forward. Yeah, I I think there's a lot of cool potential for. Space Beth, which is what the the name I've coined for for calling her, uh, Space Beth and Rick, kind of going out and almost like buddy adventuring. Uh, potentially, there's there's gonna I'm sure there's gonna be some sort of parenting dispute where Space Beth thinks about a situation one way and Earth Beth thinks about it a different way or or something. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I th- I think I think it's really neat. I think that the way that it was resolved as far as it has been resolved was really interesting. I also think that the conflict that Rick feels that the fact that he Morty's mind blowers himself (laughs) to, to remove the memory of, of who the actual Beth is. And the fact that he couldn't even look or make the decision for himself that he had to create some sort of sci-fi robot to, to, to three card Monty, (laughs) the two Beths, right? Uh, it it shows his sort of his 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 inability to deal with the the gravity of that family situation and and it is one of the the shortcomings that Rick has uh, a lot of the times fans like to think that Rick is unstoppable that Rick is capable of anything and 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 in a lot of cases that's true but when it comes to wrestling with his own thoughts and feelings and emotions and 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 the family dynamic uh, that is that is definitely a spot where he struggles, and and I think that's very apparent at the end of this episode, throughout yeah. the episode, but especially at the end. Uh, yeah, you you, you talk about that, and I think it's in, uh, it brings up a, a point. Uh, Harmon mentions um, that that this whole this whole he is unable to make a decision about the welfare of his daughter uh, is is like a. He meant he says specifically like it's it's like just this, this great Greek tragedy type of thing, and in in Greek tragedy, you know, Oedipus, they talk about the fatal flaw of of characters, uh, 
Harmon really big on the, the story and, and classic storytelling, uh, you know, th- that those types of connections, his inability to, to, to make decisions or, um, could be considered as fatal flaw. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. There's still uh, six seasons to go. So, <laughs> yeah. um, at least I did, uh, I did want to mention one thing also about, uh, the, the two Beths again, talking about, uh, parenting and the, and the clone. I'm, uh, I'm going to go back for, to it every once in a while. Uh, the, the lifelong question of nature versus nurture, uh, they were the same person up to that point in time, the, the whole, the whole nature slash nurture thing. And then their experiences shifted, uh, when, when they're, when they're talking to each, when they first meet up and, uh, there's that real brief exchange about, oh, naive and beautiful. Oh, cynical and sexy or, or whatever it was yeah and hot or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah they they're, they're both still flattering each other but uh yeah highlighting those those differences <laughs> yeah anyway, so i uh, so i thought i thought that was really really cool too um yeah. uh what, what else what else had on there um you talked about the the, the family shifts the potential shifts maybe two bet two bets are better than one um i i wrote here Rick's nihilism making things worse. And we're talking about his, uh, his inability to make a decision or, or uh, do want to get into things. And he mentions it a few times, one when he's in Shoney's with Space Beth. We won't call her Clone Beth, uh, much as Pocket Morty's likes to, to call her. Um, Space Beth uh, about, uh, you'll, you know, you, you're going through your hero phase. You know, you'll grow out of that. And then later when Tammy tells him that we don't need you, uh, all you have to do is, you know, you don't do anything. <laughs> all yeah, we have to do is just comfortable life. now. Right. Yep. 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 Uh, so uh, what, what do you, what do you, what do you think about that? There's, there's a, a bunch of stuff where you just, you know what, if, as long as I'm left alone and, and things are going right as rain, then I don't have to do anything. I, I think there's there's some truth to it, but some of the epic consequences that have taken place in the show so far are evidence of the fact that he has his breaking points. And, and sometimes the things that we think would push Rick over the edge uh, really don't even affect him because he can deal with them easily with whatever sci-fi gadget he's got on him. But it's often the those things that that mess with where he is vulnerable, whether it's the family dynamic, the things, you know, disappointing his family, uh, not living up to to be the person that he wants them to to believe that he is that that when he's like, all right, I'm going to go turn myself in and completely destroy the Galactic Federation and the Temple of Ricks, you know, at the same time, or I'm going to. You know, I'm going to I'm going to go and, you know, blow up this this colony or fight, fight all these people yeah. like it's uh, most of the time he's happy. Just like, hey, let me go find these space rocks and <laughs> and hopefully hopefully it all pans out. If not, there's a vat of acid for that. But like he he is relatively low threat. He wants to go on adventures with his grandson, but it's usually for some self self-benefiting reason and not because he's out trying to right the wrongs of the galaxy, which is exactly what space Beth is trying to do with her 
her defiance against the new Galactic Federation. The new, I, you know, what's, what's, what really, uh, this, this, this theme of she hates her father, uh, space Beth does. She hates her father or mother, regular earth Beth says, Oh, that's why your cosplay. That's why your cosplays are a shitty 30 year old version of our father. Right. And then at the very beginning of the episode, you have Squanchet, you have, um, uh, you have like a K Michelle. <laughs> see what I, see what I did there instead of K. Oh, Michael. nice, nice. Uh, yeah. you have what, what looks like to be tick like a version of TikTok from um Return to Oz with Feruza Ball, <laughs> <laughs> and then like okay. a, a Sokka from um uh, from Star Wars Rebels, but uh Rebels, oh Clone Wars. Sorry, excuse me. But like the and she and she's fighting the Gromphalmites. What she has chosen to. Uh, mirror her father's lifestyle both with the people she keeps company with and the foe that she ultimately chooses to fight right and then we talk then i mean this is going to lead us into the star wars discussion completely because guess who guess who they fight in the 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 second star wars trilogy a new version of their their fathers you know or their you know whatever you know the ancestors yeah the 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 empire we uh yeah and and obviously from straight up from the title with star mort rick turn of the jerry we knew we were gonna get into some sort of star wars conversation we weren't sure exactly how deep the the parody would go but there are a lot of similarities uh i i highlighted a few of them obviously we've talked about the defiance which is basically like the rebellion and star wars uh, that new Galactic Federation uh, has that first order slash final order vibe. The the new Gromflamites. Uh, by the way, they're back. Uh, are you happy to see them back? I'm I'm happy to yeah, see them. Yeah, I, I, lo- I love I love those guys. I was kind of sad yeah. when they when they were, seemed to be all but destroyed. Uh, yeah, and 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 doing it in that sort of mocking of how they brought back stormtroopers and all that, even though the <laughs> Empire's gone in Star Wars, by just saying they're the new Galactic Federation. <laughs> like, I thought it was great. I, I thought it was a great way to do it and allow it to exist within the show and 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 bring back those characters. Yeah, ex- exactly, exactly. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the single failure in a death star when they're doing that advertisement for the the planet killing machine uh the casey whatever it was uh brought to you by wrangler jeans brought to you by regular jeans it's just 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 so on so on the nose with uh being like you our our foes dislike it but our god dang it i wish i had like (laughs) take an audio clip of that commercial it's so great uh a nod to the force powers with with morty's invisibility inside the park yeah yeah summer holding up that fire extinguisher <laughs> uh can you like crush our hearts and stuff uh yeah yeah, yeah sure I sure just, i can i, I, I love, well, I love we what, surrender then we surrender I love, <laughs> when they when they initially think that he they're like questioning if he can use telekinesis then he's like oh yeah yeah and then he turns to the <laughs> extinguisher <laughs> and just like half asses his hands <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, that was that was great. Um and uh yeah, I I don't know. I think you know they they straight up mentioned death stars and different things, but there's also the return of some 
uh, epic characters, sort of like seeing Darth Vader uh, in 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 the first uh, Star Wars movie, A New Hope, and uh, some some of the the reveals to some of these epic fight scenes. You, I I, I think about in uh, uh, what was was it the last Skywalker uh, the. The last Whoop. Jedi, the Rise of Skywalker, which which the last one or the the second one, the eight the eighth one. Oh yeah, that's the last Jedi. Yeah, last Jedi when uh, when they're in Snoke's like throne room, and then they have that epic fight sequence in the throne room. Yeah. Well, yeah. this time, the return of an old friend, uh, <laughs> good old good old BP. Uh, uh back on the scene. It's P it's PP now. It's PP. <laughs> uh when you when you saw Tammy, and we when we talked about this as as we're watching the show, like on the commercial break, like of course they, they gotta bring bird bird person back too, right? Like they, they have to. Had to, had to. They they were they were they were an item. And yeah. and the last that we saw of them story train episodes aside uh they flew off together and so so yeah i, I as soon as i saw tammy i was like he's got to be back he's got to be in this episode yeah and 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 it weren't sure in what capacity quite yet um and you know it my 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 fear for the episode was are, are they going to like that'll be the either the stinger the post credit stinger or that'll be like the the cliffhanger leading like a cliffhanger leading into season five. That was my my other kind of worry. Um, I'm glad I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they they gave us just this this epic fight between two friends, two former friends, who two brothers, two <laughs> two brothers. It's like if we got into like a fight. Like I've always wondered what it'd be like to who would win in a fight between us. Yeah, and that's what makes you an awful friend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that 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 fight was so badass. Uh, I, I I didn't I appreciated it the first time I watched it, the second and third time, it just all 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 the better, all the better. Some of those cutaways, some of the 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 inventive ways that they created weapons out of Phoenix Person's you know biomechanical suit, uh, and the. We we've gotten used to the ways that Rick has modified himself to to get out of a jam, but the fact that he's got like an iron cage around his heart uh, <laughs> that 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 will deploy, the fact that he uh, has all these mechanics like in his in his entrails, so that when they go spilling out, he's still able to function and even and even sip from the flask, and it just <laughs> runs out on the floor. Um, yeah, but some of the visual style in that, the way that they would, you know, one would take a hit and then it would kind of cut and all the colors would be really exaggerated and you'd see almost yeah. like like an x-ray type type thing. Yeah. Uh, just just really cool stuff. I wanted I wanted I wanted to mention that, mention that in Welsh Girl in the in the uh in the stream, she just mentioned that too. I love the Mortal Kombat references during the fight. Uh you may not have played a Mortal Kombat game in the last 20 years. <laughs> I, play, I think i play it injustice right isn't that like uh the uh, dc version yeah it's kind of it's similar, similar. but 
Yeah, I mean, it's made not by... A, not a huge fighting game. It's guy. made by it's the just, same people. I'm a, I'm a button masher <laughs> at, at heart. But I think even in, I think even in Injustice, they had those they had those scenes like the the special moves where if you hit people a certain way, then it would go into like the X-ray to see what is happening to their bones. See the during... bones crack and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, I I just uh, I had just had a conversation uh, because uh, they are coming out they came out with dlc for mortal Kombat 11 uh for to bring robocop and terminator <laughs> in, into the mix and i had actually talked to uh uh brian newton about about that that's that stuff on the side just be like like oh that's badass to have robocop but, but they have those scenes where it's the x-ray and then mm-hmm. uh the terminator like breaking robocop's face in i just it's, it's great it's great it's good stuff uh it coming up in the chat, Sire Dark mentions it. Uh, I was, I wanted to ask you this as well. Did you think during that fight, even for a moment, that Rick might die? I, I did. I did. I was, I was, I was expecting him to, to die. Um, not, not necessarily a permanent death. No, 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 no. Of course, of course not. Much the same His way. name's in the title. Uh, but <laughs> I, I the... definitely had that sense that, like, Mm, he might not make it out of this fight. Yeah, M- much in the same way that Rick die, Rick Pete happened. Uh, <laughs> you, you would end up into a, in a, a dimension where he's a fascist shrimp. Um, it would probably probably could have happened. Uh, but yeah, I, I I thought I thought he could die in that in that moment. And what he 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 lost. So he he may have he he may have died. He probably could have gotten killed in in that moment. Uh, and then come back immediately, whatever. But he still would have, he still would have lost. That would have been like the first time that we've like actually seen him lose, and it not be his plan to lose. Uh, yeah. And yeah. if this two episodes in a row where really he was, he was, he was gonna lose. He was a, he was about to bite the bullet, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> and then he gets saved either by uh, Summer and Morty or uh, uh, two two Beths, two Beths. It's- it's interesting, like, I, I think about certain, like, superhero movies. Um, I I tend to gravitate more toward uh, the Marvel characters than, uh, like, the DC movies. And in part, one of the things that I seem to to justify that in is the the Supermans, some of the, some of those characters that, that seem almost, like, unbeatable. They're, they're so... They're so powerful. It's it, it seems like to to do anything to them, you have to be just like larger than life. These these huge, uh, equally powerful things. And really, they've built Rick up to such a level in in many of these seasons where Rick like cannot be beat. And it was really interesting in these last couple episodes to see a version of Rick that isn't necessarily going to win on his own. And and really does need his family and and those people around him to to help him succeed. And I think that really redeems Rick as a character and and as 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 an interesting person to watch. That he's not always gonna figure it out for himself, but that he can. Uh, maybe he may it may take him a while, but maybe he'll re- learn to rely on others or or 
you know, not always think that he's just going to be able to take care of business by himself. Yeah. And in, there's obviously hints of that, right? It, even him telling Beth that he had a hero phase too, knowing that he had a close friendship with bird person and squanchy, uh, gearhead was there, but you know, he, he doesn't, he doesn't really count, but he, he had those friends that he, they, uh, were the battle of blood Hill or whatever it was. Right. Yeah. Way yeah. back, way back when, uh, against the Gromplemites, they, they were together. Um, and whatever, you know, maybe they'll never get into that backstory and they don't necessarily need to, but there, that there's that sense that, uh, whatever happened to him has turned him into uh, like him forgetting that he needs the, those people. And it's, yeah. it's all, it's all, it's all a mask, you know, it is. it's a, it's a different it version of him. Like he, like maybe this is a clone. <laughs> new, th- new theories popping out on this episode. A <laughs> uh, couple of other points to get to the, the brother and sister, the Luke and Leia of this episode, Morty and summer starting out, uh, fighting, fighting siblings, then coming together, uh, the belt brings them together. <laughs> they 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 have their their own arc. Uh, what what was the, what was the quote? Uh, like we don't need a belt. Uh, yeah, working yeah, yeah. together is our belt. <laughs> yeah. Working together is our belt. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna whistle. I'm so happy. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I think I think it could be a throwaway, but it might be neat to see. Morty and Summer bond a little bit over this and maybe see a version, even if just for a season, of like Morty and Summer being buddies that like, <laughs> you know, wanna wanna go on adventures together yeah, or, yeah. you know, team up to go, you know, solve the mystery of the the masked <laughs> magician, you know, with Scoob <laughs> and Shaggy or whatever they're doing. I don't uh, know. Oh yeah, with Selena Gomez and uh Zach Efron. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever whoever's doing the voices now instead of um, you know, shagging. <laughs> what, what's some, his, uh, some, some dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Any any thoughts on that, or do you no, think it was just I, that's that was, an episode arc, and that's it? That's pretty straightforward. Uh, what I what I like is that uh, those those mini arcs came together. Uh, all, you know, theirs and Jerry's all came together to serve the the greater purpose of the story talk talk about it multiple times throughout the the podcast 100 episodes but when they have the a story and the b story and they don't really tie together all that well they just like just very loosely tied together just to just to wrap up the end of the episode and that, that's that's all fine and dandy but when they actually have things that that tie into the main narrative and and serve a purpose uh much like classic simpsons episodes where you introduce things at the very start and then it, it makes sense where the there's a, a logical conclusion at the end of it you, so, you mean like jerry building a sock puppet at the beginning <laughs> of an episode yes this, his 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 puppet arc was was perfect the best best arc of the episode <laughs> the best arc uh that that was when i when i saw in like the the pre-episode stuff before it actually aired and i saw the sock puppet and i you know i've got my sock puppet dipper from uh, gravity falls that i take to, to comic cons with me sometimes i'm like oh we 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 had no hints about this when we started our muppet challenge at the beginning of april yeah <laughs> but yeah how, exactly but how how randomly perfect was that that we <laughs> that we ended up doing that 
Yeah. Yeah. And and the way that it paid off with, with Tammy at the end, uh, I just, I thought it was great. I thought it was a great sequence of her just like <laughs> talking to, and with, with Jerry's version of Tammy's voice, uh, you know, trying to seduce bird person over to, to distract from, from what he was doing. But, I, I don't know. I thought it was great. I thought it was true. By, by, by far the, the part that makes me crack up all three times that I've watched the episode is, is Jerry's impression of, of Tammy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's great. Get your hollow, your hollow boned head over here. <laughs> well, well, speaking of things that have cracked us up in this episode, uh, it's probably time for us to get into some of our favorite bits. And there were, there were a lot of them. I'm going to be honest. I, I held some back because I, yeah. I didn't want this episode to be any longer than it had to be. Uh, but there's a lot of great stuff in this episode. There, there, there is. Uh, for, first and foremost, I really want to say, you know, this isn't a comedy moment, but I love that they brought uh, Mike Mendel back for that brief cameo uh, during, during uh, Jerry's garbage truck stuff. Um, just good, good to see. Um, yeah, and yeah, I know- it was great. Him and his dog there on the street. Um, a great, great way to honor, you know, him and his life and the, and the work that he did on the show. And, um, yeah, no, I thought, yeah. I thought that was great. Book, book, book in the season in that way. Yeah. Uh, speaking of garbage truck, Jerry and Inv- garbage truck, Jerry, invisible garbage truck, Jerry, it's a new franchise. <laughs> uh, we actually, we actually got uh, a preview of the merchandise for invisible garbage truck, Jerry here. Let me just, Oh, there it is. Yeah. There it is. It's pretty. It's pretty good. Well, I know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, almost ah. dropped it. It's a prototype. Uh, yeah, it's. Yeah, I, I lost it twice before the, before the episode. For for uh for the podcast listeners who who don't see the the live video, uh, w- Travis is ho- was holding it up. Um, looks really re- looks really good. Uh, clear. It looks fairly lightweight, right? Yeah. To see all the details, head over to youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. <laughs> don't forget to like and subscribe. That's, yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, what 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 do you what do you got here? Favorite bits wise. Uh, one of the things I loved was Jerry's insistence that he just says "Hey" and that's all <laughs> that he can do when when Beth gets kicked in the stomach. Hey, and and then he gets hit. Or <laughs> that's all I can you know, do. <laughs> to the point where as they're flying in the spaceship and like Beth gets insulted or whatever, he's just like "Hey." <laughs> like like he's like he's owning it like that's my move i just say hey <laughs> uh, so good uh it, during that same that same little clip you wrote this down uh i laughed at it uh because chelsea my wife she watches the great british bake-off <laughs> uh, great british baking show don't yeah. get it twisted Sorry. i've watched several seasons on netflix myself uh because i'm because i'm a basic bee and uh yeah no it's great it's great yeah no i i can tell you from california because we say things like no yeah yeah or Not yeah yeah yeah, no, yeah bra no. bra yeah <laughs> tv gives gives british people prizes for bacons yeah yeah so, yeah that was, that was a great line um the uh when when the two beths are fighting their way through this death star for lack of a better name uh, and the, and one of the best suggests, Hey, maybe we could do like a parent trap. And the other says, so long as it's, you're referring to the Lindsay Lohan one, this cracked me up, uh, especially because my wife loves 
the parent trap, the original version of the parent trap. It was one of her favorite movies as a kid. And she refuses to watch the Lindsay Lohan oh, version really? of the parent trap. <laughs> really? And I give her such a hard time for it. I always make sure to bring that up whenever the parent trap comes up in conversations uh, so that other friends and now podcast listeners know <laughs> that my wife will not watch that version of the parent trap. She's come close to breaking and it's on Disney plus who knows, maybe, maybe if, if quarantine goes on long enough, we'll, we'll make it happen. But uh, yeah, that just, that just cracked me up. They were specific to the Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a lot like me and a Christmas story. I, I own it on DVD and I still have never seen it. Um, I, I want to ask you a thing on the uh, parent trap, right? After, after they say the Lindsay Lohan one and she says, naturally, is that, is that a, reference to the parent trap does is that a, a line that she says in that movie i think it might be like in the parent trap movies it's played by the same actress right but one of them always has like a different accent right oh. in in part <laughs> so that you can tell them apart and like in the original one one's from boston and she speaks with a very proper accent the other one's from you know the uh, Napa Valley or whatever in, in California and she's she's a surfer brah um, but yeah so I, I'm pretty sure that that is a, a reference to one of their voices okay uh, all, right. In the parent trap. all right well uh, this isn't this isn't a funny one necessarily well, yeah, it's not a funny one necessarily there, there's two, there's two little bits uh, little bits speaking of movie references the, the first my my wife chelsea mentioned immediately caught it and i, I didn't i didn't catch it uh it's when the the two gronfamites are like are you are you embarrassed of me i'm embarrassed of them oh and then and then well uh that's that's from the movie real genius with val kilmer uh from way back in the 80s uh and and she she immediately recognized that line which which is crazy to me uh props actually, props to chelsea for that yeah, poll because yeah I, I I loved that scene just for the fact that it was like the way that they humanize the Gronflamites and like they're just they're just in there like, you know, guarding a door, having a conversation about why they won't he, they won't be invited over to the parents house. And then, boom, they're destroyed in an explosion like the way that they add those moments in right before yeah. the, the senseless <laughs> violence is uh, is is a great stand a great your ground, scene. man. You'll be heroes. I think it's crossed by the ship. Um, and then uh, the other movie reference, which I caught right away, uh, well, maybe the second time I, I watched it, was uh, when Bird Person is about to finish Rick off the first time, and Rick says something along the lines of, this isn't imagined how I, I would be killed. Uh, you're not a, <laughs> uh, this isn't Venice, and you're not a dwarf in a raincoat. And it seems like such a random line but it is from a movie called Don't Look Now, starring the great Donald Sutherland. It's a it's a, a psychological psychic horror film from the from the seventies, uh, and and the, the the great thing about this movie is it involves twin sisters, uh, who who tell uh, Donald Sutherland um, that uh about about death like the, the movie is about sutherland his wife they go to venice because their their child has died and uh these these older sisters tell them uh like give them like psychic visions about things and at the very end of the movie um 
by the way, there's this like kind of side story about the serial killer killing a bunch of people in Venice. And Donald Sutherland keeps seeing what looks to be his his son in a raincoat, uh, uh like it, walking through Venice. So eventually he he goes to to find the the he, he sees the, the little red coat uh walking through the city, walks up and ter- turns the the kid around. And it's not a kid, it's actually uh a, a little person. A, in a little raincoat. person, yeah. Yeah. And that little person then kills Donald Sutherland with a meat cleaver. Um and that that's that's the movie. It's a great movie. Go check it out. I what, just spoiled what it. What an you. obscure pull and reference for Rick and Morty. It's great. <laughs> I, I love the detail in that. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, so so that's one of my favorite bits, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> um other things in, in this this episode that we liked. Uh the number of Harmon voices in this, I that I mean, he I'm pretty sure he voices like three or four characters uh, throughout this episode. He, I think he voices the Gronflamite at the beginning that can't remember best name. Uh, the the ro- half robot, half alien doctor who takes pills <laughs> to make himself think that he's a good doctor. Uh, that that character alone, I love. Um, his, but there's, little, there's his, some, when, when he, when he takes the sec, the, the, the pills to make him think he's a good doctor, his little, his little leg twitches in a, that <laughs> space suit. <laughs> so good. My so new good. detail. Great. Um, other things you, you wrote the, uh, more like dead alert. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I added the fact that he's like, wait, wait, I've got more. I wrote some stuff down in my notes app. I love all of the references to uh, iPhone or iOS apps that that Rick somehow uses. <laughs> oh, uh, yes, I, I would expect him to be more of an Android guy, but uh, it cracks yeah. me up that he he uses it in, in his Notes app. <laughs> yeah, he only he only pretends to be nonconformist. Really, he yeah. likes the ease of use in iOS and the the conformity that it, that provides the stability of, of system. Uh, and last last thing, Pokeballs. Um, that 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 space space Beth and Rick fight with with Pokeballs briefly, very nice. very briefly. But but it was great to great to see Rick just nonchalantly like grab one and throw it out. Like yeah, all right, deal with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. I, so I think I think oh I I do have one last one that that that's way way back up on the top when when Tammy breaks into uh, Doctor Wong's office and uh, Beth yells out. Tammy <laughs> and Jerry goes, Tanya, 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 Tanya. Yeah. Uh, good, good, uh, mention here by, by D squeeze in, in the Twitch chat. Uh, when, when Rick is talking about how, if you're both good, I'll take you to McDonald's and then they still pull <laughs> a gun on him and he's like, Wendy's, Wendy's, I, I, Wendy's is better. We like Wendy's. I think they gave us money or something, uh, which is hilarious because we've been watching that same Wendy's breakfast commercial, all five episodes, uh, of, of this part of the season. Uh, watch out for that chicken honey biscuit. He's a bruiser. <laughs> Uh, uh yeah yeah last last little note last shout out to wrangler jeans the the commentary about wrangler jeans and, and why why the laser doesn't doesn't penetrate them like hey, it's you're, a per- you're you're talking about it aren't you <laughs> it's it's a perfect takedown i maybe about uh four months ago well actually six months ago i watched 
War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise. And that that's the one thing I was wondering as I was watching that movie was if the tripods are killing people with lasers, why are there why are there clothes still still there? <laughs> like uh, is it like reverse is it is it like terminator where like no organic material uh, <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't know i don't know but then it's, it makes things explode i don't know i don't why am i asking uh rick and morty did a good job of of yeah. calling their bullshit well well those <laughs> those are a a summary of our thoughts on this season finale of rick and morty i'm sure there's a lot more to talk about if you guys have further thoughts comments questions uh, things things to discuss, make sure you hit us up over at Rick and Morty Pod on Twitter. Send us an email, Rick and Morty Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll, we, have, we have things to talk about throughout the offseason, and hopefully, uh, and I'm quite confident, it will not be a two-year offseason. I'm, I'm, I'm going out on a limb and saying uh, I, I am hopeful that we will have more Rick and Morty in make 2020. Make your bets I'm, now. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll start, the, uh, we'll start the, the betting pool uh, over on the website or something. Uh, f- it's time for our final segment on the podcast. We like to call it listener suggestions and short outs. And many of you reaching out and uh, letting us know your thoughts. So thank you. Thank you to everyone that's done that. Uh, some of the highlights here, Brandon, what do we got from Twitter? Over on Twitter, uh, at underscore Sophia Mateen, I just discovered you guys for season four and I'm obsessed. Keep it up. The commentary is too good. Two hands clapping, smiling face with smiling eyes a smiling face with smiling eyes did you put those things in there no i didn't i think i think that maybe <laughs> when you copied the tweet uh into our google doc it uh it spelled out the emojis it it takes, it, it takes away what it actually looks like and just describes it that's great yeah. good but thank good. you thank you for the emojis uh we got an email from tristan uh, I had listened to the first few episodes of your show, and I just love how you guys are just waiting for season three, even though season four is already out. It's a really good show, and I enjoy listening to you guys. Uh, yeah, so if you start listening to this show at the beginning, we were we started the show 100 episodes ago in, in the midst of one of those lengthy breaks, uh, waiting, hoping that that season three was just around the corner and uh yeah and then and then we got season three and then there's a whole lot of episodes uh between seasons but we had we had a a couple of seasons to catch up on as well uh but thank you thank you for going back and listening to those episodes i i am always flattered when people go back and tell me they're listening from the beginning they're listening to all of them uh yeah i i appreciate that so much and thank you guys who the ones that are going back and binge listening all of our shenanigans for now <laughs> 100 times uh yeah it's it's just amazing so thank you thank you Tristan for the email yeah yeah thank 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 you so much thank you so much uh reviews over on iTunes Apple Podcasts uh from PB Cooks I love tuning into the show each week I've started to adjust my viewing schedule so that I can listen right after the episode ends to hear y'all's commentary the banter on top of the hot takes really cement takes. this as one of my all-time favorite podcasts. Ooh-wee. That's that's a great ooey there, Brandon. Uh that is that is commitment. The fact that you alter your viewing schedule uh for yeah. this podcast. I'm glad we don't wait three days to to put the show out. Yeah, um, yeah. sorry. Sorry, yeah. sorry it takes this long. Yeah. Uh we owe uh, you one. But we appreciate it and thank you so much for the review. 
uh, finally here in the live chat, we've had a ton of people uh, commenting along as as we have have discussed this episode. Uh, but one one that stood out from Welsh Girl over on YouTube, uh, talking about the end of this episode, that the ending was so sad. I feel bad for Rick. Yes, I know he's a lot of things, including being a bad dad. But at the end of the day, he's still a human dealing with his own demons. Um, yeah, we didn't really talk about the end of this episode, but yeah. uh, very somber notes at the end. Um, the The self-realization of what a bad dad he has been throughout his life and his hope that being a good friend uh, is, you know, the... It, it was it was great to see that he he brought bird person back with him. Uh, there's gonna there's gonna be some growth and some 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 work there, um, but it's it was it was cool to see that. But his just his his sort of loneliness sitting sitting alone in the garage. Uh, it's sad and and it's it's something we've seen throughout this season. Uh, the him on the toilet with all of the holograms mocking him and, yeah, and all of these yeah. other things. His his loneliness was definitely a theme in this season. And I think we'll probably discuss that a lot more uh, in the season recap, but uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a sad moment for Rick. Yeah. I, th- this, this episode has echoes of the pickle Rick episode. And I think if you were to watch those two back to back, especially, you know, with the, with the Dr. Wong and then seeing how he deals with, uh, with with Beth in that, um, in the Pickle Rick episode compared to now, like the end of Pickle Rick, he you know he's like, oh, you want to go get a drink? And she's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, avoiding problems at the very beginning of this episode, he asked her to go get a drink. Um, I, I I think I think there are ties there that if I actually you know spent more than five minutes thinking about it, or even more than twenty seconds thinking about it, there there could be some really good insight there. I don't have it. But I'm just saying, it's it's it's, it's, it's there. there. We'll we'll, it's we'll there. work on it this week, and maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll come up with something. Maybe maybe maybe, maybe no maybe no right, promises. Trust. No anyways, promises. Anyways, uh, I want to say I want to say um, we don't have anything else. I, this is the last thing I want to say before we before we end this this episode is everybody who is listening, whether you're on Twitch, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, uh, Pod Chaser pod.com slash spotify i know there's some spotify listeners where wherever um roku (laughs) watch that's our roku wherever wherever you are you're listening to us if you get your cousin to record it onto a compact disc and and then he has to send it uh through the u.s postal service uh to to your other cousin who then records it on a cassette tape uh and then you listen to it on your walkman if we see if you, you, we hear you, we appreciate you. If you and your friends are in a jail yard and you are tarring the roof of Shawshank Prison <laughs> and one of your friends breaks into the into the commissioner's office or whatever and puts on a record of one of our episodes, <laughs> we just want you to know that we appreciate you. And we do this because you, you listen uh, and, and because we love you. I, I, I love you and I will, I will leave my, I will leave my wife and my family. You just say, you just say the word, uh, Travis, you you are his Gary. You're (laughs) just, just know that. Um, yeah, we appreciate 
all of you. I'm not leaving my family for you. That's not happening. <laughs> but but I but I love you too. Uh and and thank you everybody that that we the ones that we shorted out, the ones that we didn't get to mention. Um we appreciate everything that you guys send in and the and the comments and the encouragement. Uh you guys are amazing. We we couldn't do it without you. We 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 really couldn't. Um so so thank you so much for listening. Uh if if you're if you're only listening on on audio this this is goodbye we'll we'll see you next week for another episode we're going to go and do the the live stream only portion of the the post show if you will uh little little sneak uh a little hint if if you go to our youtube channel you can just watch the post show just fast forward like an hour and 15 minutes and then you'll see the post show <laughs> on this episode um but thank you guys so much for listening Thank you for watching. And until next time, I'm Travis. And I'm Brandon. And thank you so much. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.